history nerds, and welcome to the Historia podcast. My name is Stephanie, and this is episode 20, The Hollywood Ripper. Before we get into our shameless plugs and the episode, I do have to warn you that this episode, while it is short, does mention murder. So maybe sit this one out, like save this one for when, you know, your offspring are not around. Um, but yeah, please, let's uh, get into the episode. Um, sorry, the shameless plugs. I'm all over the place. Uh, membership is available on Patreon. However, if you want to contribute to the podcast without a monthly commitment, uh, you can do so through the Buy Me a Coffee donation feature. Additionally, citations are available for purchase on Buy Me a Coffee for just $2. Um, and these are obviously free for those who become Patreon members. Uh, for those who become members, you will have access to many episodes and upcoming video content like our coffee car series where we just sit in the car and drink coffee and talk about everything under the fucking sun. Uh, there is a content calendar that is being published on the Patreon page as well um, so that we, we could see any of the upcoming episodes that we have. Uh, you also have the option of being added to either the private Facebook or Instagram account. Um, sorry, profile. There are site uh, shoutouts, you know, the citations, as I said, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Um, so get your drinks ready, everybody, because we are about to get into this episode. And for this episode, I will be drinking a rum and coke. And as always, the recipe for this and the links to everything will be in the show notes below. Ashley Elrin was a 22-year-old fashion student at LA Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, and on February 21st, 2001, was getting ready to go out for drinks with an up-and-coming actor she had been seeing by the name of Ashton Kutcher. The two had met through a mutual friend months ago. Kutcher said that they originally made plans to go for dinner and drinks when he came to, uh, when he came to her home for a housewarming party just two weeks before. According to the records, he called her friend's phone because her phone wasn't working properly. He spoke to her at 8.24 p.m. and advised her that he was running late. He tried calling her again at 10 p.m. but did not speak to her. He arrived at her home sometime between 10.30 and 10.45 p.m. Upon arrival, he noticed that the security gate was open. He then walked to the front door and knocked, but no one had answered. He thought she might have been mad at him or, and had gone to sleep or left the house, but the lights were still on and Ashley's car was still in the driveway. He tried to turn the knob a few times, confirming that it was locked, and knocked a few more times. He then peered through a window and saw that it was pretty messy inside, but again he didn't think much of it because she had mentioned that they were having renovations done. He also noticed a red stain on the floor, but just assumed it was red wine and left. What he had seen was Ashley's blood. At 9 a.m. in the morning, Ashley's housemate, Jennifer DeSisto, returned home to find Ashley's body lying just outside the bathroom door. According to the coroner's report, Ashley was stabbed 47 times, 
12 of which were considerably fatal, with one of the wounds to her neck being so severe that it nearly severed her head. There were also many defense wounds. Detective Tom Small described one wound, saying, One stab wound, stab wound penetrated the skull and took out a chunk of it, looking like a jigsaw puzzle. <clears throat> Ashley first met her attacker, Michael Thomas Gargilio, several months before when he approached her and her friend to help them with their flat tire. Gargilio lived in the area with his girlfriend at the time and handed them a business card of Gargilio, about Gargilio, telling them about how he would show up at the house uninvited and was seen by some people, by some of her friends outside of her house at all hours just watching it. What we would later learn is that this man, who was originally from Glenville, Illinois, committed his first murder on August 14, 1993, when he killed 18-year-old Trisha Picaccio on her back doorstep. He would later move to a gated apartment complex where, on December 1, 2005, he stabbed 32-year-old Maria Bruno. Neighbors had provided the police with a sketch of a man they had seen lurking around Maria's apartment and peering into her windows. On April 28, 2008, he attempted to murder 26-year-old Michelle Murphy, but she was luckily able to fight him off and with that, able to obtain some of his DNA, which later connected him to the murder of the other two women, as well as Trisha. Gargilio was arrested on June 6, 2008. In that year, he was also found guilty of attempted murder in the case of Michelle Murphy. And in 2019, he was found guilty of the murder of Ashley Elrin and Maria Bruno and would later be given the death penalty. Now, we do need to talk about the case of Trisha Picaccio. On August 14th, 1999, Trisha was killed by Gargilio, who was 17 at the time. He lived in her area and was friends with her brother. Between 1 to 2 a.m. that morning, Gargilio approached her by the side entrance of her home, twisted her left arm back so hard that it snapped, and with his knife, plunged it into her 12 times, hitting her heart, lungs, abdomen, arms, and back, and left her there for dead. The next morning, her father approached the side door to take their dog for a walk, and found his daughter on the floor. His screams woke up the entire cul-de-sac. Her mother fainted, and both had to be taken to the hospital in shock. While it is comforting to an extent to know that the person who has killed your child is behind bars, it doesn't mean that justice has been achieved. And it's my opinion that... Michael Gargilio needs to have his day in court and needs to be held accountable for what he's done to this family. And that is the episode, folks. I know that this episode was quite short, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. 
please be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. A link to all of these platforms is available in the show notes, along with the links to our Instagram, Buy Me A Coffee, and other pages. I would greatly appreciate it if you take a minute out of your day to rate or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please be sure to to send me your book recommendations, comments, complaints, or even if you just like to say hello, you can email me at thehistoriapodcast and the number two at gmail.com, or you can just send me a message on Instagram, and my handle to that is at thehistoriapodcast. Thank you very much, guys, and I will see you in two weeks.